Blarg. It makes the weird. It makes the weirdest sound when you do that. It does, doesn't it? It kind of, but yeah, whatever. Oh, hello, house guests, and welcome to the co- the currently unnamed podcast where we put the real and the tea in reality. And you can always come to us first to quench your thirst. I'm Logan Murphy. I say something gay. Gay. I am drinking some lemonade, caffeinated lemonade, obviously. But look at this cute new tumbler that I got. It's so hmm. cute. But if you weren't drinking in that tumbler, what would you be drinking it in? Cat mug. Cat mug. Cat mug. Cat mug. I love that you've taken the original cup mug song and just like extended all of the verses of it. <laughs> Wait, is, I just I just go until we stop. Oh no, I had like a specific cadence to it, but I do love that we've kind of just like taken it beyond. I, I just thought it kept going. Oh no, it's cut up, da na na na, cut up, da na 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 na, cut up. But I love yeah, all no, of I the extensions. Oh, I love it. I'm here for it. But yeah. you can get your cup merch, including but not limited to the cup mug, available at lanagecreations.etsy.com. Link in the description below. And we do ship in both domestically and internationally, so there are no excuses. None at all. Um, oh, wait, that's supposed to say Kev. Oh, well, it's on Sunday, Oh, well. Either one. Who cares at this point? Um, con. It's con. It's con, con everyone. Pawn stone for oh Big my Brother. god! Um, I like that actually. This is I'm eating mac and cheese out of this little mug here. Um, yeah, it has a little Word. thing you can grip it. It's fun. I love it. I love it. I love it. We love it, Dave. I love it. Love it. Well, Kev, happy double eviction Eve. Happy um, double eviction Eve. We're here. We're finally going to get down to having five people in the house. Yay. If, if they survive the double, it means they're going to get their extra pension. So congrats to everyone that survives the double. Woo! Because that's literally how it works. I love that now we know exactly how everything works. Thank you, alum, for telling us. But um, yes, we're going to dive into the Tuesday episode where honestly not much happened. And then we're going to talk about these live feeds because y'all, for once, day 84 and day 85 have been giving drama. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm so excited to talk all about it. Uh, and we're going we're gonna to dive in. But first, make sure to subscribe because we're here three days a week talking about Big Brother U.S., Five days a week talking about BBUK and every day here at the Cup TV giving you something. So, mm-hmm. hello. But yes, we hello, hello, hello. In the in the words of the the Bowie Jane. Oh, what what was with that? I don't know, and I'm not gonna bring it up ever again. We're not gonna discuss it. that. Just Bowie Jane. Anyway, oh Bar. Nope. I'm not even gonna try. It's just Bowie. Bowie Jane. I can do British. I can't do Australian. Bowie Jane. You can do Australian. You can't do British. So that works. Bye. Uh, I can do British. I don't know what you mean. Okay. Anyway, where we left off before from Sunday's episode, Jag is the HOH again, despite that literally never having happened before in Big Brother history. 
and nominated America in Blue because he didn't want to nominate anyone else that he hadn't already nominated because he's had to nominate so many people. <laughs> so, um, we know, and Jag has made it aware that Blue is his target, and most of the people in the house know that Blue is the target, except for Blue and Felicia. Now, that becomes a big point of contention uh, throughout this week and on live feeds. So that was lovely and wonderful and great. Um, meanwhile, Miss Bowie Jane, in our beautiful, beautiful segment called What Did Bowie Jane Do? Uh, My she's favorite segment. I know, and that's why I brought it up, because you're here today. Um, she's feeling a lot better about her relationship with Matt and Jag, because as we saw in Sunday's episode... Um, Corey, despite having been evicted, was still in the Sunday episode, which I did love. Um, but Corey was trying to plant some seeds, just straight up lying by the end of his Big Brother game, just straight up lying to Bowie Jane, uh, talking about uh, Bowie not being included in Matt and Jag's endgame plans, which, I mean, it's been back and forth. And quite frankly, despite Matt and Jag being a duo, Matt and Jag want different things for their final three. <laughs> At this point in the game. Matt wants the final three to be with Sari. And Jag wants the final three to be with Bo Jane. So. Right. We're kind of back and forth on that. But Bowie feels really good about her relationships. With both Matt and Jag. So that's great. And Jag let Bowie know about the plan of Blue being the target. Now we, we come back to... Um, a point that we had had a lot in the early part of the game, and that's the relationship specifically between Sari and Matt. Because that also comes up a lot in this episode, as well as this week, because Matt had to put a lot of work in with Jag, because um, Sari and Matt are talking. Uh, they're still trying to get Sari and Felicia to the final four. Right now, that is their plan. Even though... Jag still wants Bowie Jane to make it further. So it's like, yeah. Um, but we know that Sari and Blue are really close. And when Sari decides to talk to Felicia about potentially Blue being the target, Sari is just saying, oh, it's weird that Blue is on the block and but they might Felicia end up knows. trying to take her. No, Felicia doesn't know. No, Felicia knows how to read Sari is what I was trying to say there. No, she like doesn't. She well, she did because she knew exactly what she was trying to say. No, honey, she took it the wrong way. Sari yeah, is that Blue well, is Sari is Well, Sari is trying to tell Felicia that Felicia is the target or that Blue is the target so Felicia thought she she ended up getting upset that she thought Sari was putting uh, thoughts into Blue's ear that she should be in danger because Felicia at this point still thinks America is the target this week. So no, Felicia didn't read it right. Felicia has not been reading anything correct this week, quite honestly. Oh no, but she has some chicken in her pocket. I I don't care. I thought it was so funny. I hated it. I hated that segment. I thought, ugh. Girl, I was ooh. dying. Like, I was literally dying laughing. Like, I want to just get into that for a mm -hmm. moment. Because, like, they, what, is, what is that woman doing? 
Like for real. Like she's just living her life. She has her food food hidden from the other people. It's it's everything. It's literally everything. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Like when she pulls out that chicken and starts eating it, once you find the Oreo cookie in the DR, you can't tell me that wasn't No. No. Absolutely not. <laughs> oh no. Well, anyway. Um are you back? Did you die? I died. Like I You started I, you you started talking about Felicia's pocket food and your Wi-Fi fucked up. So we're gonna move on. Um no, that's the I universe telling about. you not to talk about it. Why not? Okay, keep going on about it. It's funny. You go for it. You weren't laughing when Felicia pulled out the DR. Why? I wasn't. What I was laughing at someone making the edit on Twitter of Sari pull or Felicia pulling Sari's veto chip out of her pocket. <laughs> Being like, that's where Sari's veto chip was all season. Um also, but before pulling the baked potato out in front of I think it was America. I got a baked potato in my pocket. She's like, no, you don't. And then she fully just plops it on the table. Like that's that's comedy gold. Mm. Well, Felicia read the whole situation with Sari wrong because, again, she still thinks at this point America is the target for the week. So she, the first time she was able to go talk to Jag, she did to let him know that Sari is telling Blue that she's actually the target this week, which we know is not the case. Felicia knows, Felicia believes that that's the case. Jag knows that Blue's the target. So now Jag is like, well, maybe I should put up Sari. It's not going to happen. But, like, maybe I should put up Sari. Um, And then we get my favorite uh, moment of the episode, which is the fact that they finally got a barbecue. Thank you. You have an Australian in the house for 80-some-odd days. Thank you for finally providing a Barbie. Thank you. I appreciated that. And what I appreciated more is I may not like Matt or Jag as uh, as competitors in Big Brother. And some of the things they both are saying might not be great. But I'm going to be honest, the objectification of both of those men in this episode, I was here for it. Yes. And we saw this whole thing go down on feeds. And I watched probably two hours of Matt and Jag uh, shirtless with just aprons on, barbecuing. It was great. It was I glorious. loved it. it was I glorious. loved it. Because even though they might be shit people and aren't great Big Brother players, objectively, they're nice to look at. So... Especially Matt this week. Ooh, baby, no. I need Matt gone yesterday. I need Matt gone 30 days ago. I need Matt gone. Right. Ugh. But let's talk about the veto. So we do get the veto player pick. Only one person was not selected to play in the veto. And guess who it was? It was Sari. Meaning she, I believe she is the first player to never have her chip chosen and make it to final six. Look at that. And honestly, it's like so Sari coded. It's kind of iconic and might have been in her contract, honestly. Um, Maybe. We're all still convinced it was in her contract, but... What if there was, like, a 
trap door with like gloves on it. So like when they saw that they were like gonna be reaching back in, they just popped it back Did in there. Fucking, I don't think the veto chip stand is that like I don't think it's that thick around though. So I don't know if that's possible. I'm just be- I'm making a joke. They did though. But... They did uh, look in the bag after the veto pull to see if Suri's chip was in there, and it was in there. <laughs> so, so who knows if I'm it was saying, on previous occasions? And just lifted it through that tiny little. Like I'm just saying. Yeah, and you know, you want to know the most frustrating part about this, Kev? I think Suri could have won this veto. <laughs> she could have. This is this is. No, absolutely not. But this is a very Suri-coded veto competition. It is a little physical, but this is also a Logan-coded veto. This is the veto I would win, hands down. These, these sort of attention to detail, like chronological order competitions, those are my absolute favorite things. This is the veto. I, if I didn't win any other competitions on Big Brother, this is the comp I would win. This is and I'd be the one I would if I didn't play it horribly. Yeah, <laughs> not you agreeing with me. No, because um, no, no, because I feel no, because I feel like you would win a wall comp. No, no, no I think I so. I would win Otev. You I know, I could see it. I would win Otev if I if they if they ever do actually bring back the slip and slide, which they're not going to at this point. But if they did ever bring back the slip and slide, you would win the slip and slide. I don't know what that is, but I would win Otev. So out of all of them that I saw, I would win Otev. So you have your you have your own lane in the slip and slide, and it's like you. I think they use like silicone. Like I'm pretty sure it's like basically lube. They lube up this like lane in the backyard, and you have to go back and forth. Um, transferring, it's usually like a liquid of some kind that's colored into a barrel at the end of your lane. And so you just have, it's an endurance comp, you just have to keep doing it. And the first person to fill up their little like vessel and get a ball out, it's like a ping pong ball, um, wins. Oh, Slay. Oh, isn't that what the thumb thing was? Or the stupid foot football thing was? Which one? The foot, the feet, no, it's different. That had a lot more moving parts to it. This one is literally pick up some liquid, carry it down your lane while not while trying not to fall, dump it in. Like there's not a whole lot of moving parts to that comp. Okay, so pretty much the football competition was the slip and slide, but it was more a, complex. Okay, a complicated version of it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I would also yeah. lose. I'm telling you now, I'm not a physical comp person. Okay. But I, I think Otev would be the one because it's a good mix of physical and mental. Yeah. Or if there was like a good, cute little booth competition with some very quick memory things. Because you've got a pretty good short-term memory. So I feel like that I, would... I have a better long-term memory. Like, I remember that there were two yeah. people in my school in kindergarten that have the same birthday, which was January 24th. Like, that's okay. the kind of weird memory I have. I have good trivia memory. Like, I know weird, obscure facts. Like, that's where I know I would succeed. Anyways, the veto. Anyways, the veto. So you've got a series of photos from the Humiliverse, the Humila Cruise, um, mm-hmm. that all of our pre-jurors are on. Again, this episode, objectification of men. I liked seeing Heisen shirtless. Thank you. I appreciate that. We didn't get to see enough of it because the fuckers evicted him when they shouldn't have. But it's fine. Um, 
But yeah, you have to put all the things in order. There are several moving parts. You have Kirsten with her with her margaritas. You've got Mimi with her salads. You've got Hysam, uh getting a tan that like says loser. Um, Riley's in a shark costume. Jared's getting pants. Red is there. I don't remember what Red's doing, and I don't really care. Red got slime um, and put feathers. I don't really care. Honestly. Yeah. I don't. Um, Mimi got yeah, her I salad. Mean, yeah, Mimi got her salad, and I'm okay with it. But yeah. did it have steak? That was my question. You know what? Who ate her steak? Thank you. I just of felt course, like we need, we need we needed to bring that back just for the moment. I, um, I feel like yeah. we really do. Yeah, yeah, so this veto I so I'm pretty sure Felicia timed out. <laughs> yeah, as she does with most vetoes. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, so Bowie came in third, Blue came in second, and with a pretty dominant win, guess what? Jag won a veto again. Yeah. Like I thought, I like I remember like when we first saw Jag win a veto, we're like, yay, Jag finally won a veto. Truly, then, the way that our opinion has changed on Jag because I remember when I remember when Jag got saved with Matt's power and we were all like oh my god yes Jag work Jag and now we're all like Jag is the worst big brother player in existence and if he wins he's gonna be the worst winner ever which he wouldn't be because there are several several other white men who are worse winners than Jag would be but he still would not be a good winner right. let me make that very clear but the end of the episode we see Jag telling Matt about Sarit, Felicia telling Jag that Sarit told Blue that she was the target. And Matt is like, I really just think we need to target the physical competitors. And it, you know it's gotten bad in a season of Big Brother when the physical competitors are Blue in America. Yeah. But Blue no shade really to cool. either of those lovely women. But like... But, like, Blue did uh, do a really good job this episode. Blue and America have both been very consistent in competitions. Yeah. So, like, I get it. And they've, I mean, they're performing better overall than Bowie, Suri, and Felicia. So, yeah. despite having less, between the two of them, but despite having less comp wins than the other three. But, you know, it is what it is. Right. Um, and we see the veto ceremony finally on a Tuesday episode. Thank you. Because guess what? Jag didn't use the veto. So. Yep. America and Blue remain on the block. One of them will be evicted first in the double eviction tomorrow. We know who it is. And we're going to talk about who that is very shortly. But first, uh, we're going to give our live feed disclaimer. So if you don't want to hear anything that's been happening on these live feeds... Thank you for joining us. We will be back Friday at around 6 Eastern to talk about the double eviction. All those lovely, wonderful things and stuff and stuff and things. So if you don't want live feeds, goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
Okay, these live feeds are fucking crazy. These so, lives, y'all. These lives. God. So, here's where we're at. Obviously, we know America and Blue are on the block. Blue will be evicted first tomorrow. It looked like it was going to be a unanimous vote. And then, over the last couple of days, there was a plan concocted to split the vote to two and make Jag show his uh, true colors. Um, because everyone is blindsiding Blue. Blue at this point still believes that she is the pawn and that America is going home tomorrow first in the double. Every other person in the house is blindsiding Blue tomorrow. And the plan was to split the vote so that way Jag had to show his cards and evict Blue. Felicia ended up telling Jag that the plan was to split the vote. And Jag got on board with the plan. He thought it was a lovely plan. He thought it was a great plan. He thought it was absolutely scrumptious and lovely. A split vote. For what fucking reason? A split vote on Big Brother 25. I could not believe it. But like, okay, here's my thing. Is Jack a good competitor in competitions? Absolutely. Does he have one of the most abysmal social games I've ever seen on Big Brother? Yes. Because why in this case would you want a split vote? So that way you have to piss off Blue on her way out. So that probably if you make final two, she's not going to vote for you. Because you blindsided her. That is forgery. If you're blindsiding Sari like this, I think Sari would get it. If you're blindsiding America like this, I think America would get it. Because America would do the same thing. She just hasn't had a chance to. Exactly. So, Felicia tells Jag about that plan. Jag tells Matt about the plan. Matt goes back to Sari. Now, Matt, over the last day and a half has been telling Sari everything that Felicia is doing because Felicia since yesterday morning, literally I'm not exaggerating, morning she woke up at her normal time and literally went up to the HOH room first thing in the morning woke Jag up and said this is everything Sari's been doing before Jag could even wake up so obviously, so obviously Jag let Matt know. Matt told Sari. Sari has finally realized fully that Felicia has been throwing her under the bus for most of this game. And she had an inkling, which is why she hasn't been as close to Felicia. But unfortunately, Felicia is one of the only allies Sari actually has left. So she had to trust Felicia. Now she doesn't trust Felicia. Um, and everybody now knows what Felicia has been saying about Sari, including America 
and Bowie Jane. So everyone knows what Felicia has been saying, except for Felicia. Well, Felicia knows what she's been saying. She just doesn't know that people know that she's known what she's saying. And the difficult thing is Felicia is spiraling. Felicia knows that it's a double on Thursday and she is spiraling. She's doing everything that she can to make sure that she keeps her top five intact. And that top five being herself, Sari, Matt, Jack, and Bowie Jane. In doing this, she has alienated herself from almost everybody else. Everybody knows what's happening with her. And she's been incessantly throwing Sari under the bus. And it's just like, why? For what reason? Literally. And quite frankly, none of this, none of what has happened in the last, like, two days is going to end up mattering. Because Jag and Matt have been going back and forth on, okay, do we target Felicia in the double? Do we target America in the double? Do we target Sari in the double? Do we target Bowie Jane in the double? And none of it matters because it's gonna end, it's gonna end up coming back to comp proficiency and they're gonna target America regardless. Right. So none of this fucking matters. But what I will say is I think things have complicated a little bit more going into the double tomorrow. Um... <laughs> okay. It's just... Oh, God. If Matt and Jag are split on where to go with their stuff. Matt has been telling Sari that he, re he finally realized, oh, maybe I should take a shot at Jag. Mm -hmm. But is only willing to do it at four. Sari has told Felicia this. Felicia went back to Jag and told Jag that Matt and Sari are trying to target him either at the double or at five, which is not true because he said it four. So it's, it's a half truth. Jag then goes to Matt last night and goes, so I heard from Felicia that you are trying to target me. At, you and Sari are trying to target me. And Matt goes, absolutely not. No, what do you mean? And Jag still believes that this is the doing of Sari. Jag thinks that Sari is putting things in Felicia's head, when in reality, it's Felicia throwing Sari under the bus. And so at right. this point, Jag wants to take out Sari, and Matt wants to take out Felicia. And nobody's talking about Bowie Jane. Or America, quite honestly. Yeah. But none of this matters, Kev, because they're just going to go back to targeting America because she can win cops. I hate this house. I'm so fucking over this season. I hate it here. I'm so glad I'm a casual viewer and this is my first season because I'm enjoying myself. God. The end game is usually a lot spicier than this really oh a hundred percent this is some of the worst big brother endgame playing i've ever seen it's always when i heard the pre-jury is always so good and then the end game is always trash it's usually one or the other yeah that's what i mean like like 24 was really good endgame right 
24 was really great on game. Because at this point in 24, um, Michael had been dominating the competitions. And this is also the week where we saw the double, where Michael goes in the double. Yeah. So if history repeats itself, the compies should be going home in the double tomorrow. I'm praying. Because mm-hmm. no, at I, this, this point, honestly, at this point, honestly, I want the top four to be all women. Slay. I don't think it's going to happen, but I do want it to happen. I mean, the only way it happens is if America wins HOH and Matt and Sari are on the block. Yeah. Because Sari's not going to vote out Matt. Well, quite frankly, it could be Matt and someone on the yeah. block. Um, because as long as it's, as long as it's a one-one tie... America breaks the vote. America will absolutely evict Matt. Because also, Matt has ramped up his shit talking about America and basically has boiled it down to, um, well, he he originally started hating America because he thought America was the one to mess up his Riley shrine, which I've been ignoring talking about this whole season because it's gross and disgusting. There's a Riley Uh, shrine? Oh, yeah, Matt set up a Riley shrine. Matt is still using Riley as justification for game moves 60-some-odd days after her eviction. Slay. That's so funny. That's so funny. It's, uh, but, um, Matt finally found out that it wasn't America that fully messed with the Riley shrine and that it was actually Izzy. But beyond that, Matt has ramped up his shit-talking of America, basically boiling it down to America should go home because she doesn't cook, she doesn't clean, and she doesn't do anything for him. Oh. Isn't it lovely? Bowie Jane does his laundry. I know. And that's why he likes Bowie. And Serene and Felicia cook for him, which is why he likes Serene and Felicia. Men are simple-minded people. Anyway, um, I think the double is going to be really interesting. Honestly, if I had to predict right now who's going home in the double, uh, the second half of the double, I think it's Felicia. Possibly. I don't really know. know. I'm just like, it really just depends on who's HOH. Like, it could be, it really could be anyone at this point. I think anybody being HOH other than Felicia would put Felicia on the wall. No, she'd be on the block, but who's going home? That could be a different. If it's Sari and Felicia on the block, Felicia goes. If yes. it's Bowie and Felicia on the block, Felicia goes. If it's America and Felicia on the block, America goes. If it's Jag it's... and Felicia, Jag goes. If it's Matt and Felicia, that's where it gets interesting. Yeah, that that could be either. Because I think Felicia goes. Yeah, because a lot because people like because Suri has the way of like they know that Matt doesn't or Matt and Suri are close. Well, not anybody knows, but like Matt and Suri are close. Suri would be able to convince the house not to vote Matt and get Felicia. Well, out, here's the thing: Felicia just threw Suri under the bus. If it's Matt and Felicia on the block, and if Suri and Jag are both voting, then Felicia goes. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter whether the HOH in that case is Bowie or. America. Right. So and are Bowie 
Bowie and Matt are like almost at to be the some of the players that have lasted the longest without being on the block, right? Bowie and Matt are still the only people to have not been nominated. I'm talking in the history of Big Brother. They're up like, there for like, sure. They're like uh, third they're, or second. There's a couple of winners who are up there for sure, but I don't remember how long their their seasons were. Um, because I know Derek. I think Derek holds the record, and I think his season was like 88 days. I think he was at 89. I, th- I look. I remember seeing. I, I don't know. Anyways, that's just like a weird thing that I saw. Like no, totally. Um, it was ninety-seven days. Was Big Brother sixteen? So, as as far as I know, Derek will hold the record, unless, yeah. um, unless one of Bowie or Matt makes it to the final three without being nominated. And at this point, it's very difficult to see that yeah. happening. Yeah. It could. It could. Bo- I don't think both of them will make it there unnominated. One of them definitely could. I see that right. happening for sure. But because at this point, okay, let's run through double scenarios. Sari wins HOH in the double. She puts up Matt and Jack. America wins HOH in the double. She puts up Matt and Jack. Matt wins HOH, puts up America and probably Felicia. Felicia wins HOH. She puts up America and Bowie. Bowie wins HOH, probably puts up America and Felicia. Right. And if vetoes are used... Felicia probably is a is the renom. Bowie is probably a renom in the cases where they're not already up. I'm just praying that Jag goes home, honestly. Because if Jag if Jag does not go home in the double tomorrow, Jag is winning the season. Yeah. And if Jag goes home in the double, I think Sari wins this season. Right. Unless they take her out at five. I think they possibly could take her out at five, depending on who gets. Like, if somehow Bowie gets HOH again, Sari could be gone. Like, it would be Sari and Felicia on the block again. And the veto would not be used. It's interesting as well, because America has also said that if it comes down to her and Sari in a tiebreaker in the double HOH, she will throw it to Sari so she can play in the final five HOH. Which I think no, is incredibly American. No, 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 no. That is the smartest thing America could do. Sari's not putting up America. There is no universe. There's no universe. Sari puts up America. Sari puts up Matt and Jag, and if the veto is used, Sari puts up Bowie. Right. I'm just tired of Sari. Personally, still. Like why? Because. She's just, like, they should have gotten her out so much earlier, and she's playing too well. Okay, that's not her. Okay. Like, like it's. I'm just tired of Sari being there because I don't want a predictable win. Sari winning is not a predictable win, given her, given the way this season has gone down. Yeah, but I'm talking in terms of, like, they know she's a good game player, that she, she jury could possibly vote for her. 
like the jury will likely vote for her because she's played a good game. Yeah, I know that's what I'm saying, but I don't know. I'm just really tired of seeing Sari, like, because it's like they're always talking about, oh, she's a survivor legend, and she's done the same strategy all four times, from what I've heard, and good for her for that it's worked. But I'm like, but it just makes me feel like, okay, we got the outcome that we all expected from day one when we saw Sari in the house. Okay. That's just me and seeing every single person that's won a drag race season dominate a competition this year win. And I'm just like, I'm really just, you know, not that I don't like Sari. I think she's great. Like, I think she's a good person. I don't know. I'm just really tired of seeing her on my screen. Because it's interesting that you relate it to Drag Race specifically, because I know you didn't have those opinions when Sasha Colby was dominating. So I just find that interesting, but... I just chose Sasha Colby because I knew she was going to win, if you're talking about the draft. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about how you just said when people are dominating, and it's a dominating win. Well, yeah. I, I just said I've seen it so much this year that I'm tired of seeing it. Okay. Sasha Colby was the first. Games. Anyways, that... Like, they are different games, whatever. I don't know. This is just how my mind is working. I'm tired. Okay. You're good. But that's about all. This house is wild and stupid and crazy. And uh, we'll be back Friday to talk about the double, all the double things, double, double, toil, and trouble. In the meantime, make sure to subscribe because we're here. We're talking Big Brother. We're talking Big Brother. And uh, make sure to hit all the links in the description below, including when I'm limited to our merch link, where you can get your own merch. Uh, subscribe, share, follow, all the things. Uh, and with that being said, cheers. Cheers. From way outside the Big Brother house, we've been the cup. Love your fuck-ass Bob. Good night, house guests. What's your name, B.O.B.? So they call you Bob. <laughs>